Hi, you're listening to Be Like a Starfish, Living a Resilient Life. I'm your host, Lori Peters. On this podcast, I use my background as a therapist, writer, coach, and parent to talk about building resilience as we navigate the hard and not so hard things of life. No topic is off limits, so expect talks about grief, trauma, mental health issues, and life's frustrations, along with lighter topics like books, writing, and music, etc. Let's journey together to see where this road takes us. Hey everybody, it's Lori, and welcome to this week's episode of Be Like a Starfish, Living a Resilient Life. I know I said last time that today's episode was going to be grief-related, and it is in a way, but I decided to take a different route and talk about trauma. This is part one of a two-part series. I decided to do this in light of what happened at this year's Oscar ceremony, during which actor Will Smith slapped comedian Chris Rock. I've been processing this quite a bit, actually, and the main thing that keeps coming up for me is how the event perfectly displayed how unresolved trauma can show up. I believe Will Smith's action was a trauma response. I understand that he does have trauma in his background. I believe he witnessed an incident of domestic violence between his parents. So I can pretty much bet that that had a lot to do with what happened at this year's show. Content warning here, as I will be talking about the basics of trauma, I may make some comments that could be triggering. So if you are a trauma survivor and would rather not listen to today's episode, please, please feel free to skip it. I want you to take care of yourself and to do what you need to do in order to do that. Trauma has become a professional and cultural buzzword in the last few years, especially in relation to recent societal and global events like COVID-19, racial injustice, the Me Too movement, etc. It's become almost commonplace for someone to say they've been traumatized or they have trauma in their background. While I'm really thrilled that more people are now stepping forward to speak about their experiences, I'm growing concerned that the word trauma is becoming diluted, misunderstood perhaps, and maybe used a bit too casually without any real thought about what it means. It's kind of like when someone says, I'm so depressed when they really mean they're momentarily sad. There is a difference between having a sad episode and depression. So today, consider this episode a mini lesson or a trauma 101 on what trauma is and how it can manifest. What is trauma? The definition I'm about to share with you comes from experts in the field of traumatology, my own experience working with clients, and my own personal journey as a survivor of trauma. Trauma is an event, a situation, or experience 
that overwhelms the nervous system and causes a bodily response to defend against a perceived threat. That's it. A very simple definition. Anything that overwhelms your nervous system. Some examples of events that would be considered big sources of trauma are the obvious ones like war, natural disaster, accidents, any type of assault or abuse, situations like bullying, sexual harassment, racism, sexism, poverty, persecution, emotional neglect, and incidents of humiliation could also be considered sources of trauma. Anything, and I do mean anything, that dysregulates the nervous system, and I'll explain what dysregulate means in a moment, can be considered a source of trauma. So what do I mean when I say dysregulate or dysregulation? It's a word that defines a state in which you can't control your body. You can't control your cognitive, emotional, and behavioral responses. When you're dysregulated, you're out of regulation. That's literally what the word means. Your rational thought goes out the window. It's kind of like your, your higher brain, which controls logical thinking, executive planning, etc. It's like that part goes on vacation. The brain and the central nervous system work together to gauge and manage threats. The brain's job is to keep us safe. So when something occurs that the brain perceives as a threat, the lower or reptilian part of the brain goes online. It activates. That part of the brain controls our baser instincts. The brain can be triggered by anything, really. So there is no one trigger that causes your brain to sound the alarm. So what do I mean by trigger or what is a trauma trigger? It's anything that takes you out of your present experience, your here and now, and takes you back into a time in your past when you experienced something traumatic, when you experienced something that overwhelmed your central nervous system and it couldn't go back to its regular state. When you are triggered, the brain thinks you're being threatened, so it will launch your body into a stress response mode. Trauma triggers are different from everyday emotional responses because they directly bring you back to the moment of trauma, and all of that happens unconsciously. You can't control your trigger response. And that's because the trigger response is controlled by the lower part of the brain, which acts on instinct. This is why trauma survivors get confused as to why their body reacts to certain situations and they have memory issues related to that. That's because the body, AKA the lower brain, remembers the trauma while the brain sometimes forgets. And the reason for that is trauma rewires the memory 
functioning part of the brain and it makes the situation feel more in the here and now than what it really is. So the goal would be for trauma resolution would be to reprocess that memory. So it becomes more of a long-term part of the brain as opposed to the short-term right in your face. What is a trauma response? When the brain perceives a threat, it alerts the nervous system and four trauma responses emerge. And you probably have heard of them. They are fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. How any of those responses shows up varies. For example, the fight response could literally mean that you're going to fight what is threatening to harm you. It could also show up in a more subtle way, such as you being defiant, refusing to do something. That could be, mean a fight response. The flight response could look like running away from the threat. The freeze response, for that you are gauging, your brain is going back and forth in a matter of seconds. What is better for you to do in that moment? Is it better for you to fight the threat or to run away from it? If it can't decide, it'll kind of shut down and you'll go into freeze mode where you're escaping the threat in a sense because you're zoning out from it, you're dissociating from it. So you're kind of separating your mind from your body and you are there, but you're really not there. And finally, the fawn response occurs when you try to appease the something or the someone who is threatening you, who's trying to harm you. You're trying to appease them so they don't harm you any longer. People pleasing, for example, is considered a fawn response. Trauma is part of the human experience. If you're human, you've had trauma. We all have had situations where our nervous systems have been tried and tested. A lot of us are able to navigate those situations and they don't have any lingering after effects. However, others do have problems. Their nervous systems cannot return to a calm, normal state, and they remain in a state of hypervigilance where you're constantly screening, you're constantly scanning for the next threat. Your nervous system in that situation of hypervigilance never gets a break. And that's when you have concerns like post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, in other words, anxiety and depression come up. Okay, I know this is a lot to digest and I don't wanna throw a lot of information at you. So I think this would be a good place for me to stop for today. In part two, I will talk about why some people have more difficulty handling trauma than others. Why do people get PTSD and others don't? I'll also give you a list of some of the more common ways trauma can show up. And I'll be a little vulnerable with you and share a little bit about how trauma has manifested in my life. Today's episode was a heavy one. It's a heavy one for me to record and probably a heavy one for you to listen to. 
So if you've listened this far, please do something related to self-care. It can be so emotionally draining to listen to such a difficult topic. So please find something that fills up your emotional tank. I'll talk to you soon. And remember, be like a starfish.